Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 134 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Ali Spittle. Ali is a self-taught software engineer who has the job of teaching other people how to code a General Assembly DC's web development immersive program. Before that, she was a software engineer at Optimus. Ali also blogs about code and her life as a developer. So Ali... Can you expand on that brief intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. So actually, I recently transitioned jobs. So up until last month, I was teaching full-time at General Assembly, teaching people how to code. And before that, I was a traditional software engineer focusing on the full stack and working mostly on data visualization and processing applications. But as of last month, I actually transitioned into a hybrid software engineer developer advocate role at Dev2, which is a really awesome platform for developers to write posts and have community discussions. So I'm really, really excited to make that transition since I have been a member of their platform for a while. Right. Okay. So... Obviously, going back to what you were doing before in terms of training or teaching other people to code, how did you get into that? So I started off by guest lecturing for the data science program at General Assembly. And I also was getting more and more involved in the coding community as a whole. Stepping back to college, I was a government major, so I focused on writing there which definitely helps in teaching because so much of the content is written. And then I also was minoring in education. I ended up uh, finishing college earlier and didn't get to finish that minor, but I did get through almost all of the education minor. And so I did have a background in teaching. I did have a background in software engineering since I had that job previously. And then I was starting to, again, guest lecture for them and I was really close friends with a lot of people that worked there already. And so it was a really natural progression. Teaching people and sharing what I know has always been one of my biggest goals and something that I'm really, really passionate about, especially with my transition into the field. I wanted to make that transition easier for other people coming after me. And so definitely was really, really awesome to teach people. And I'm still teaching people part-time and doing a lot of one-off workshops and stuff like that. But it's also really awesome to be back writing code for most of my job as well. Okay. Well, it's good to hear that you haven't given up the um, the teaching other people how to code as well. So, But presumably, yeah, the, the new role, it, um, how did that come about? So I have been blogging for roughly a year and a half now. And it's something that I never thought would really become anything. I was just starting off writing these blog posts, mostly for myself and to see if you know they could help one or two people out there. And I was really lucky that those blog posts started gaining more and more traction. They started gaining more traction when I started 
cross-posting them to this website, Dev2. And then this summer, I did some one-off projects for them uh, doing workshops on their platform and then also creating like a couple fun things on their site. Like there's an offline page that I created that was really fun. And so from there, since I was a really active key community member and had some experience at least communicating with their team, it was kind of a natural progression at that point. Uh, It's really awesome to have a job that really combines all the things that I'm really interested in in one role. Okay, great. So Ali, can you perhaps share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they may not know and perhaps should? Yeah, so I think that this actually is a nice transition for what we've talked about so far, but teaching everything that you learn is so, so helpful career-wise, and it's been super transformational for me. There's a lot of reasons for that. First off, that you'll become a resource to other people and you'll make really, really awesome connections that way in order to communicate with them and build really great bonds with those people. Um, Then you also can establish yourself as an expert in the field and people start looking at your content and sharing it and seeing you as somebody that is really knowledgeable about something people have come up to me as an expert on things that I do not consider myself at all an expert on, uh, but just based off of blog posts and stuff like that. And then also it's really helpful for solidifying your own knowledge. I was mostly self-taught. I did have a couple computer science classes in college, but going back and teaching things over and over again, especially the fundamentals, really shored up those things that I was putting into practice every day, but maybe I didn't understand the why for. And so It was really, really helpful for me to go over that curriculum over and over again and really re-establish my knowledge on these topics. And then, of course, if you're going to teach something, you need to know it really well. Students come at you with questions that are from every single direction that you couldn't even imagine. And so you really need to know these things in order to be able to answer those questions. Of course, you're not going to know everything, but it's in order to be able to answer most of these questions when they come at you, you do need to know the topic really well. So teaching has been incredibly pivotal for me career-wise for so many reasons, and I can't recommend it enough to other people. Okay. I mean, yeah, you made two very good points there. One about making sure you have the the sort of principles and, and foundation in place, but also, as you say, about teaching. It certainly um, drives you to learn more as well, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. And there are so many ways you can teach, too. People think of talking in front of a classroom, but you don't even have to public speak. You can write blog posts. You can answer people's questions on Stack Overflow or on Dev2 or any other like developer platform. You don't necessarily have to be lecturing in front of a classroom. Or you can give conference talks or speak at a meetup. There's so many different opportunities for sharing your knowledge in this field. Exactly. Absolutely right. Um, So, Ali, can you perhaps tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Totally. So this actually may be before my true career started, but I think that it really shaped a lot of my career. So I think that it's a good story to share. So I kind of randomly ended up in a computer science class when I was a sophomore in college. Before that, I didn't even know what code was. It was a total mystery world to me. And I 
absolutely fell in love with it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever and building things was so much fun to me. Learned Python and I just thought it was magical. Um, From there, I decided that this was something I was really interested in and wanted to potentially take on a double major in computer science. Uh, I took another class the next semester in C++ and worked harder at that class than I have worked at a class ever. And I still didn't get as good of a grade as I was used to. I was pulling all-nighters and working really, really hard, going to office hours, all those things that I didn't really have to do that much in other points in my academic career. And so I decided that it turns out programming was not for me. It's not something that I was going to be able to do. I had got started too late and I thought that I just wasn't smart enough for it. And so I ended up quitting and I did end up falling back into it maybe six or seven months later, but I definitely did take that break and did walk away from it for a while. So I guess that's a lesson to everybody that even if you do step away for a while or think that you're not great enough, you can still fall back into it. And it doesn't mean that you're actually not good at coding. No, that's very true. I think, yes, I mean, it goes back to the point where we're just making about making sure you have your foundations in place. If they're there and they're strong enough, you can always return if you want to take a break. Totally. And learning such a roller coaster too, there are such peaks and valleys in it. And sometimes those valleys don't seem like valleys. They just seem like they're going to last for forever. And so I think knowing that there are those highs and lows is really important too. Okay. So moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? Yeah. I think for me, seeing so many of my students be so successful after teaching them and seeing their successes is almost more meaningful to me than any of my individual successes, just because there have been hundreds of students gone through a full-time program that I've taught and then thousands that I've taught in one-off workshops and seeing all their successes and for them to be able to build really cool things is super, super cool because there's so many more of them than me. And so that's definitely kind of my highlight of my career so far. Sure. Yeah. I suppose it's that um, seeing what you've been able to influence um, that gives you that sort of almost like a buzz, I suppose, of of, uh, that success that they get. Totally. And just seeing them even get excited about it. It's really cool to bring them into this world in some ways or in this world of IT. Indeed. Okay. Um, So Ali, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? I just really like that we can build things. I think it's so cool that what we can build is pretty much limitless with programming skills. I think that that is so awesome. It goes into almost everything at this point. Like coffee machines are built on programming right now. And it's everything that we work with on a day-to-day basis. I think that putting together these pieces in order to build new things and innovate is really, really awesome. I also think it's really cool that the the field itself is always evolving. So there's always something new to learn. You're never at the limit of your knowledge. There's always something more that you can gain and further yourself. Yep. I also think, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I also think as the industry matures even more, the problems that we're able to solve are, are that more, much more complex. And I think it's only going to going to improve in terms of the things that the um, IT can actually deliver and, and the benefits that it will provide over time. 
Oh, totally. The example I like to give is that we don't know all the prime numbers yet. I don't know. That's just my example of what we can <laughs> yes. learn next in computing. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. You ready for this? Yep. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Again, I kind of randomly ended up in a computer science class. It's not something that I did super intentionally. I just had an extra credit hour and I had some friends who thought coding was really cool and didn't really know what it was. So that's kind of how I ended up learning it in the first place. But I really loved how you could build things and create things and the output of what you were building was really tangible. I also thought that the Python programming language was really great and a really great introduction to programming. So that's kind of what brought me into the field, even if it wasn't super intentional. (laughs) Okay. What is the best career advice you've ever received? I think to always be learning. I think that that's so important in our field in general to always be furthering your own knowledge and keep staying on top of the new things coming out, even if you're not learning all them. Like in some ways, you do have to have those blinders on so you're not learning one how to write hello worlds in every programming language and not going further with any of them. But in the same way, the advice to always be learning new things and to trying new things and not being afraid to break things, I think, is really valuable advice. Yep. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I super wish that I had been introduced to programming earlier and in a more fun way. I know that there are so many people who started programming through games or like Neopets or MySpace, updating their profile and stuff like that. And I did not have that experience, but I think it would have been really cool to learn in that low pressure environment rather than an academic setting where grades were on it and stuff like that. So I wish I would have had started earlier, but can't go back in time now. Sure. Okay. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So right now, big thing is starting to code for most of my time in my day job again. So Getting back to writing production code is a big transition, but something that I feel ready to do and really excited about. But another large part of my role is doing speaking and writing opportunities. So doing those is really, really important for me as well. And doing community outreach, making bonds with other developers. So those are all things that I'm really working on and really excited about right now. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I think having strong people skills has been really helpful for me. I have been really lucky to make a lot of strong relationships with people in the field. And having those relationships before I'm looking for jobs has made it a lot, lot easier to find those jobs when I am looking. And knowing people and uh, having strong relationships with them so that they can vouch for me and I don't have to go through like standard application processes where online forms where your application may get lost. I think that knowing people and having faces at companies has been super, super helpful for me um, in my career. Yeah. So I presume that's a combination of putting yourself out there in some ways and also developing those networking skills and being able to communicate effectively. 
Totally. Definitely. So I have been really lucky to be really involved in the developer community in DC where I live or Washington DC where I live. There's an incredibly extensive network here of different meetup groups and conferences and women in tech groups and being a member of those and going to their events has ended up in so many valuable work relationships, but then also in just personal relationships. And I can't recommend going to events like that enough. Ali, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? Yeah. So I would say to start somewhere with the teaching thing. So I know that teaching is kind of my thing that I'm really vouching for here. It's been super helpful for me, but I would just start small there, like apply for one conference or speak at one meetup, write one blog post, write, send out a tweet that teaches something to somebody else, respond to a Stack Overflow post. Just start small, but start somewhere and start getting yourself more involved with other developers. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Totally. So the places where I'm most active are Twitter, where I'm Spittle, and then Dev2, where I'm also Spittle. So if you want my longer form writing, which is probably the more valuable thing there, uh, then definitely check out my writing, which is all on Dev2. And then if you want shorter form stuff, then Twitter, Spittle. Ali, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward, and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.